You're listening to Faith and Family. I'm Sarah Golseth. One of my absolute favorite things to do on Faith and Family is to bring you stories from our missionaries. It's always such a joy to hear how these wonderful people are sharing the gospel message around the world. And as with our story today, how they're supporting our brothers and sisters in Christ around the world. My guest today is Georgia Witt, who is the librarian at the Matongo Lutheran Theological College in Western Kenya. She has some fascinating stories to share about this library and the life at the college. Welcome, Georgia. Ah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being my guest and for, uh, for sharing your story with us. So tell me a little bit about your background and what led up to becoming a missionary. Well, when I was I was a teacher out of college and my sister Arlene was a missionary in Colombia for many, many years. And I had wanted to go to Colombia. And at that time I was with the old ALC. Mm-hmm. And the head of mission would visit my church and tell me, we need a teacher in Cameroon, Africa. And I would say, I don't want to go to Cameroon. <laughs> I want to go to Columbia, where my sister is. And actually, I did find a way to go and teach at an international school there on my own. Came home, and he was back asking me again. I met finally, after three times, met with the board and told them, I don't want to go to Cameroon, I want to go to Columbia, (laughs) thinking they would never call me, but they did. And I sat down to write a refusal and ended up writing an acceptance, and I went to Cameroon to serve. And came home to my my parents were, um, you know, getting up in years, and my sisters were married, and met my husband, was married, lived in Texas. He passed away in 2011. And I moved to Missouri to be near my stepdaughter and my grandchildren and joined uh, Christ Lutheran in Platte Woods, where I met Jacob Gaugert, going mm-hmm. to a missionary going to Togo. And after that, on my Facebook page for two weeks, top of the news feed, it said, we need teachers in Africa. And I thought, hmm, Lord, you're trying to tell me something. And I applied. <laughs> And they noticed I was also a certified librarian. And mm-hmm. they said, we need a librarian in Kenya. <laughs> and I, I learned my lesson. I didn't refuse. I said yes the first time. <laughs> Did you ever think that your uh, experience as a librarian would would um, lend itself to missionary service? No, actually, I didn't. I, <laughs> I, I was applying to be a teacher to go back to my teaching career. I had no idea that I would be needed as a librarian, and mm-hmm. I taught everything pre-K, and I was a district library director, so I've had pre-K through high school students, but I, the last thing I ever dreamed of is I would be at a college as a librarian there. Sure. <laughs> That's how God works. It's amazing how he works, yes. isn't it? <laughs> so uh, tell me a little bit about where you work then in, in Kenya at the Matongo Lutheran Theological College. Okay, it's a it's a very rural setting. where ele- The elevation, um, you can feel it when you're driving there. You're going up. And so the weather is perfect for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the climate is very nice, cool in the morning, cool in the evening, nice during the day. They do have... Uh, the short rains and long rain season. But it seems, since I've been there anyhow, it's only rained in the afternoon and evening, which is fine. <laughs> and uh, it's I live on the campus in an apartment at the bottom of a stairway that leads up. There's like three staircases and an incline that go up, up toward the library. 
and the library's brand new. It was built mm-hmm. by the Chemnitz um, Library Initiative through Concordia uh, Lutheran Seminary in Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. And uh, Reverend Rothemeyer had headed that up. So it's a lovely new facility, two floors. And our goal was to have over 10,000 volumes uh, so we could qualify to become a university Mm -hmm. and issue our own degrees and not have to work through another university. And I cataloged the... Uh, before I left, the 10,373rd book. Wow. <laughs> that is a lot of books. Yes, there's a lot of books. A lot have been kind donations from retired pastors, from um, churches, from um, Concordia Publishing. Mm-hmm. And um, just what we've got, we recently received uh, just a wonderful set from Concordia of um, new con- the new commentaries. Oh, that's wonderful. So I know one of the professors said, these are like gold. <laughs> <laughs> How much do the students uh, love when they, when they see the new books in the library? Very much. They're very excited. It's the one place, because they have small little rooms, mm-hmm. very dim, only one light. And so the library is like all windows mm-hmm. around on three sides. So it's very bright. Even um, so, when when their electricity is off, which happens frequently, <laughs> and there are no lights, it's still bright enough for them to see. And they they like being in there. I know Pastor Joshua talked to some of the students yesterday, and they said, "We need you back here." <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, now, does, does the library also um, double as as a place for other activities on the campus? Yes, for um, we, it has a classroom at the end of it. It's kind of an L at the one end, and so the smaller uh, bachelor's classes are there. So mm-hmm. I get, I feel very blessed because I get to listen in and feel like I'm getting a <laughs> theological education on it's in symbolics or dogmatics sure. or <laughs> whatever is being taught down there. I get to kind of audit the class. <laughs> right, right. Now let's let's go back a little bit to um, when you first arrived on the campus um, and you first walked into the library. Tell me what you saw. I walked, oh goodness me, <laughs> I walked into the library and I saw table after table of books that were just piled in like round heaps mm-hmm. in no order whatsoever just thrown on these tables um, up to the ceiling almost. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a little bit of a shock. <laughs> Pastor Joshua said that my eyes got like saucers; they got really big. <laughs> my mouth dropped open. Right. I mean that that's an that's an overwhelming thing to walk into and right. see and have to to think through how you're going to approach that big of a project. Yes, it was, and I said it was. Um, and I had not, I was a school librarian mm-hmm. and a public librarian, but not a theological librarian. So I was unaware of, I, I'd never paid any attention. I knew the 200s are religion, mm-hmm. but I never really paid close attention. And I remember or dragging this one little table over, well, not real little, but it was one table. And I told Joshua, I said, now I, we'll put the 230s on this table. <laughs> and he just roared. He said, but mama... They all call me Mama. <laughs> Ma- Mama, the 230s, that's almost the whole collection. <laughs> <laughs> they aren't all going to fit on that little table, that's are they? That's right. <laughs> it was hilarious. So how long did it take you to um, sort through the books that were there? Actually, it, we, we, we really, the system went very well, and um, it took us 
a few months <laughs> to get things sorted. And then uh, we had a little problem with, with the floor cracked mm -hmm. in the basement. So then we had to remove everything again so they could pour a new floor right Goodness. before our dedication the following semester. Mm -hmm. And But then we did get everything back in after that. It took, it took a significant, and we were still shifting and moving mm -hmm. right before we came back we had new uh, shelving built for upstairs and we shifted all the reference books upstairs Goodness. so we could keep better track of them yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> now what uh what kinds of new things have come into the to the library um like computers or tables those kinds of things it's a real blessing um that um uh the former employer, Mama Fro's former employer, Prudential, uh, donated some computers, mm -hmm. and I think it was six. And so we have four in the library, one in my office, and one we're using as a server, mm -hmm. you know, for the thing, um, for so we can connect to the internet um, with our other partners, um, LCMS and Leaf. We have um, internet now. That's wonderful. Yeah, when the when the electricity's on, <laughs> we do have internet in the student. That's very nice for the students, including Wi-Fi. So if the, oh, if wow. a student does have a computer that can hook up to Wi-Fi, they can connect and research online also. Mm -hmm. And our dream is to be fully connected with Concordia Seminary's library. Oh, wonderful! So that's that's a real dream also. I at this point I can get into theirs and find things for students my, myself all right but we're hoping in the future yeah that our whole collection can be linked yeah so how important is this library to the students well at the, at the i mean that's their only access to to the information and things they need because they do have to write papers mm -hmm. and everything before their classes and they don't have books of their own mm -hmm. and they don't have the money to buy books right so it's very, very important. In fact, since I've been here, I've had several writing to me. Uh, Mama Georgia, can you bring back this book for our <laughs> fiction section even? Oh. You know, to, just things to read. Yeah. Um, could you bring back these two books? These would be good in this for this class. So they're even making suggestions on things that they think we need that we don't have. That's great. And so I think that's one that tells me that they are, they're really getting into the collection. Sure, sure. So what is it like um, living on the campus so close to the library? <laughs> I, that's, I laughed. They said something about having um, comp days and stuff. Well, uh -huh. when you live there, if you're there, uh -huh. they feel free to come and, or call you. You know, I'm. It's my day. It's Saturday or something. They'll come. They know I'm there. Mm -hmm. So I'll hear a knock at the door. <laughs> you know, Mama, can you come up and find this for me? Mm -hmm. And the library's open. I mean, it's, we are open on Saturday and Sunday in the evenings. We mm -hmm. have student librarians who man it. But if they can't find something, then mm -hmm. they feel very free to. Uh, Come to my apartment or get, get me or go to Pastor Joshua's quarters with the, in the men's dormitory and get him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's great. Um, so um, what else do these students learn other than obviously the 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 college is to prepare pastors, the teacher's college. Um, but what other skills do these students learn while they're at this at the college? Well, they learn administration also, mm -hmm. how to administer the, you know, the church and organization. And we do have a program for deaconess mm -hmm. students. 
And those students are also taught pedagogics. Mm -hmm. So they're taught, you know, how to teach and how to administer the Sunday school programs. And recently, through um, some donations, um, Jan Fro and Charlie brought uh, money to buy some treadle sewing machines. Wonderful. And I have a... um, a gal who's my seamstress, they call them fundies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's coming up and teaching them how to sew. Mm-hmm. And I I just was amazed at, at how fast they were learning. She was, when I left, she was, she'd only had four classes and she was teaching them to make a skirt. Wow. I mean, they, they thought I was going to teach this class. Well, I haven't sewed since I was in Cameroon <laughs> in the 70s, you know. But, and I've never used a treadle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But that will give them a skill that when they go back to their village, they can make pyramids for the the church. They can make the albs, the stoles. Sure. They can actually use it as a skill to to be a seamstress and to earn money because they they most of them do not get paid. Mm-hmm. Most of the pastors and the deaconesses they just serve for the love of spreading the gospel. Sure. So there's there's the the teachers college. Uh, the teachers college is that. That's a separate college yes, it's, from... it's a separate campus. They're mm-hmm. linked together. One is the teachers are on the upper campus. Okay. But they're they're right side by side. But the umbrella is called Namo Lutheran College. Mm-hmm. And it, that involves Matongo Lutheran Theological College and Matongo Teachers Training College. Mm-hmm. And how important is... is um the library to um, that goal of becoming a university? And and what does that mean to the students that are there? Well, the students are there. Well, we're very close now. We have have three uh, professors who've graduated with doctorates. Wonderful. And we have uh, the rest with master's, and we have an American professor who has his doctorate and another one with the master's. Mm-hmm. So we have the sufficient number and there we do have enough books in the library and it's now organized the way they require it to be organized <laughs> with an Africana section mm-hmm. and a Swahili section. Mm-hmm. And so we're hoping that very soon um, some of the other physical um, upgrades will be made. Uh, the internet was also a key component. Okay. So the fact that we are linked now to the internet, I think, is a very good sign about that. Also, that's so our the eye is on the goal is you know to to be name a Lutheran university. Mm-hmm. And what what would that uh, that name mean to for the students? It would mean that their degree would come from name a Lutheran university, not Daystar University in Nairobi. And that that would be very important. Very important because Daystar really has no meaning to them other than the fact that that's where they go and put on a robe and march across the stage and get their paper because mm-hmm. everything else is done in Matongo. Right, right. And and that's, Matongo is a, a very close-knit yes. campus? Yes, very close-knit. Everybody knows everybody. We all, I laugh because I always say the professor who lives below me <laughs> must hate it because he told somebody, Mama really gets up early in the morning because <laughs> I'm an early riser. I'm up at 4.35 in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. Um, so, so back to you and and, and your life there. What mm-hmm. are some of your favorite things to do when you have free time? Let's see. When I have free time, I like to go into Kisumu with my Finnish friends mm-hmm. <laughs> to go stay at Milimani with them, mm-hmm. with Annalisa and Pavel. And I enjoy that. And we go out to eat mm-hmm. there. And my favorite place, I love to go by Lake Victoria. Mm. Kisumu is right on Lake Victoria. 
And they have a wonderful restaurant called Kiboko Bay, <laughs> fresh tilapia caught right in out of the lake. Oh, that sounds wonderful! So we, I love to go there to eat. Um, that's where I have to, I go to do my shopping. Mm-hmm. I love to read, of course. Of I'm course. a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> I like to read, and I am the movie capital of Matongo. Oh. I never would buy a DVD in the United States. Mm-hmm. Never. However, I did buy some used ones. I took them over, and some friends started sending me DVDs. So a favorite thing to people to do is come over, and I make popcorn, and we watch movies. <laughs> and so, so, so one of my friends cleaned out their whole collection. Oh, wow. And so I have, like, the CD holders with, with DVD, filled with DVDs to take back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, what about um, children? Do you like to... Um, and you were talking about um, in your presentation um, yesterday to at, at the International Center about uh, teaching Sunday school and and loving to teach children. Yes, I, I kind of miss little ones mm-hmm. because I'm now with the big the big people <laughs> right. the college age, and a lot of the college students are older. Their mm-hmm. parents mm-hmm. a lot. That's a great sacrifice. They come. The women have families at home, be, studying to be deaconesses. Mm-hmm. The men have families. Mm-hmm. So they come at great sacrifice, but we don't have any children in our on the campus. Mm-hmm. And none of the missionaries on our campus have children. So they uh, leaf the Lutheran Evangelical Association of Finland. They have a child care project, and they have orphanages, mm-hmm. which is on the upper campus. Sure. So I can just walk right up to that orphanage when I need to be around some little children. And that's a lot of fun. And then on the weekends, sometimes I go to teach Sunday school at different congregations. Mm-hmm. And I, I get a lot of children time there. I feel like the Pied Piper sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and they do they just sit there and, and soak it up? Yes. They're they're amazing. I mean, they'll sit in the grass. It's outside. Mm-hmm. There are no tables, no supplies. I, I do pr- try to bring coloring sheets and crayons and things with me. Sure. But they just sit in the grass, and whatever you're talking about, they just, like, they hang on every word. It's the most, as a teacher, it's the most attentive group I've ever had in my <laughs> life. Yeah. And they're so fun. hmm Yeah. Um, what are some of the um, cultural things that you had to get used to or things that you weren't expecting? Let's see. A lot of it, since I'd been in Cameroon, I did expect. Mm-hmm. But some of it is um, <laughs> Kenyan time. Oh. <laughs> Joshua's ordination was supposed to start at 10 when I went to his ordination. And I think we started maybe at 11.20. <laughs> and the time of length of time, people there, I mean, there's none of this 45-hour service. Mm-hmm. You go, his ordination started, and I was still there at 4.30. Oh, wow. And, of course, that involved. And you go to a funeral. It's a it's a huge event. It's all kinds of food, and anybody who, anybody who they don't don't even have to know the person, mm-hmm. and the family is obligated to feed everybody who comes. And these are people who are very poor, and right. they make less than a dollar a day. Mm-hmm. So it's it's quite that that was very. I I hadn't seen that before, even in Cameroon. Right. That how expensive things are for them. Oh yeah. And yet they're so generous. Mm-hmm. I said if they only had a cup of rice, I know if I went to visit, they would cook that, and I'd be. That's what they'd give me. Wow. I know when when we've talked to other missionaries um, who are based out of Nairobi, that that was the same thing that they mentioned mm-hmm. that that this. Um, the sense of time in in Kenya is is that way. If you're visiting with somebody 
um, and and you're still talking with them three hours later. That's that's that time is important. That relationship is important. Yeah, the relationship is much more important. And you know, as Americans, we're like task oriented. Mm-hmm. We have to get these tasks done. And, and dinner's at five thirty. You're there at five thirty. Mm-hmm. Well, if let's say I invite somebody for dinner, and it's five thirty, and they don't come. Well, someone might have stopped that person or that pastor or deaconess mm-hmm. on the way and wanted to talk to them, and that relationship and what they were discussing was much more important mm-hmm. than being there at my house at 5.30 for dinner. So that was an adjustment, yeah. but I think, I, I think I've think i gotten through that. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a, an adjustment that would be that would be a good adjustment yes, to, yes. to focus more on, on the people, people around instead of, instead of always having to be you know, somewhere at a specific time or else somebody's going to get angry at you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of uh, dinner, I hear you like to bake cakes. Is that true? Yes, it is. uh, Professor Bula was joked. He said, it used to be we only had cakes once in a while if it was somebody important's birthday, but now (laughs) it seems to be somebody's birthday every week (laughs) because mama is baking a cake. I don't see much wrong with that. No. And Joshua's young little boy, who's 10, Mm -hmm. he loves... He always says, he calls me Baba, that's Kesey, that's Grandma and Kesey. And he said, tell Baba I, I need a cake. Oh. <laughs> but the funny part is, you know how most children love the icing? Mm-hmm. He doesn't like the icing. Oh, that's funny. He just likes the cake. Huh. It's wow. really cute. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite um, African dish to cook? Let's see. Well, I do know how to make ugali. Joshua's daughter, Mercy, said, Grandma, do you know how to make ugali? And I said, oh, yes. And she said, who taught you? I said, your dad. <laughs> and I, But I, didn't, I don't make it well. <laughs> the only thing I can really make well is sukuma wiki. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's, it's like collard greens. And mm-hmm. you chop it up, and then you kind of put it in a fry. It's almost like a fry thing in a little oil and tomatoes and onions and with some seasonings, some garlic and some things. And I, I can do that pretty well. Sure. Um, what What is the food like uh, in Kenya? Vegetables, meats? Mostly vegetables. And it's a corn, a mace flour mm-hmm. that they mix into what they call ugali. Mm-hmm. It's like if you took um, hominy, mashed mm-hmm. up hominy into a bowl or something. And they form a bowl with it. And then they use that like almost like a scoop. Mm-hmm. To, to pick up their food. Sure. And, of course, if they have Western guests, they give us spoons. <laughs> <laughs> what do they eat with? With their their hands uh-huh. when they have the ugali. Yes. So that would be something to get used to. Yes, when I yeah, it was. I was at uh, when I was at Joshua's ordination. I was sitting with his parents, and he came over. He said, "How are you doing, Mama?" I said, "Just fine. I'm eating." And he said, "With your finger, with your fingers, I see." And I said, "When in Rome?" <laughs> oh, that's great. And they did have a kisi vegetable. I want to say it was. Manogu? I can't think of I always forget what it's called. It's like moon something. Mm-hmm. But it was really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. But I can only enjoy that when Joshua's wife comes and she makes it. <laughs> <laughs> so when you, uh, when you go to the village or you need to go um, to a church to do Sunday school when they invite you along, how do you, what's the transportation like? Well, you get a driver mm-hmm. who drives you there. Mm-hmm. And then you get there, and then sometimes it's easy. You just walk across and go to the church. Sometimes it's not so easy, like when I went to St. Deborah. <laughs> what happened to St. Deborah? They hadn't told me it involved rock climbing, oh, no. mountain climbing. And I, 
I looked down and it's down a hill, but the mm-hmm. hill it's all rocks, and I had heels on. Oh no! I was not dressed for this. <laughs> So um, Pastor Joshua and my driver, Joseph, had to assist me, one carrying my purse, one carrying my laptop that I had a story on for the children. And they had to help me down the the thing. It really humbles you when you know that, that you're meeting African women mm-hmm. my who are as old as I am carrying water up and down those rocks on their head. Sure. But I did make it all the way down. Well, that's good. <laughs> and all the way back up. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, we are we are quickly running out of time. Oh, uh, we have well, about it's so a, fast. I know. We have about a minute left. Um, what is your what is your hope for the library? What what do you hope to see in in a couple of years or or down the road? I'm I'm praying that I will. Well, I'll see the students maybe using it more. Mm-hmm. I'm praying that uh, Pastor Joshua will also be a certified librarian. Oh. Is that leave. something he wants to do? Yes, he oh, loves God. books. I can't send him to shelve books with he never comes right back. <laughs> and I know if I walk down the stairs, he's standing there reading the books he's shelving because oh, no. he's a voracious reader. That um so that they will have because the the current Kenyan librarian is probably nearing retirement. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be good to have a young Young and they need a theological librarian, sure. which I am not, right? Because I count on him to assist the students with their theology papers. Sure, sure. So that's kind of my dream for that, and that we will be con- connected to Concordia Seminary in <laughs> Fort Wayne. <laughs> that's great. Uh, so to learn more about Georgia and her story and the church in Kenya, you can go to lcms.org/wit. That's W-I-T-T. And my guest today is Georgia Witt, librarian at the Matongo Lutheran Theological College in Western Kenya. Thank you so much for being my guest. And thank you so much for having me, Sarah. Listen to Faith and Family Monday through Friday at this time. Faith and Family is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is needed for Faith and Family to continue. Our address is 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can contact us on the web and download Faith and Family at KFUO.org. Worldwide KFUO, on the air, online, and on demand.